Welcome to Evangelism on Fire podcast. My name is Mark Thomas, an ordained pastor, a teacher of the best-selling book of all time, your host, and most importantly, your evangelism coach. And each week, I bring you an on-fire message to empower and coach you to live the most exciting life God has created you to live by actively sharing your faith in Jesus with others. I'm so thankful for our time together today. It's such an honor spending time with you, Evangelism on Fire Nation. This podcast will truly inspire you, and I believe that it will inspire so many people that you know. And if you're inspired and feeling moved to share this, then please message some friends. Post this on social media and let people know about this episode so we can get this message out there more. I appreciate you and everyone listening right now. And a quick reminder, please subscribe to our Evangelism on Fire over on Apple Podcast right now and leave us a review at the end of this episode of the part that you were inspired by the most. And spread the message of Evangelism on Fire forward. Hey there, Evangelism on Fire Nation. My name is Jerry Howard. You may remember me as your business coach, but I bet you didn't know that I'm also the failure expert. I earned this illustrious title by landing myself in jail over 10 times, but God had a better plan. He took me from handcuffs to hospitals in zero to 60. I just love to shatter that glittering image and reveal true authenticity about who we really are in Christ. If you're looking for a Christian communicator for your next event or retreat, connect with me at jerryhowardspeaks.com. That's Jerry with a J, howardspeaks.com. I'll see you soon. Evangelism on Fire Nation, welcome to today's episode, episode 119. And today's episode is called The Normal Christian. Today's quote comes from Anselm. If it is possible that God exists, then it follows logically that God does exist. Our scripture today is Jude 23, and it goes like this. Rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment. Normal Christianity. Have you ever thought what that really is? Normal Christianity. Sometimes people think that followers of Jesus are those who just attend church every Sunday. They think those are Christians and that's normal Christianity. But is it? I recently read a blog called Four Signs You're a Normal Christian by Brad Marchman. And man, it fired me up to talk about today's episode. What does it mean to be a normal Christian? Before I read some of Brad's blog, I want to drop a truth bomb in your spirit. Most Christians never share their faith in Jesus, and if there are some who do it, usually it's a very small group of churches that actually go about what the Bible says about telling people about Jesus. And most of the time, we consider those people who share their faith to be, let's just be real, super normal. You know, We look at them as superstar Christians. We look at them and think, wow, these people are really getting after it. They're doing big things for Jesus. And everyone else is considered normal. I believe beyond the normal excuses we hear about, 
of why followers of Jesus don't share the gospel with people. Excuses like, well, I'm scared, or I don't know the Bible well enough. I don't have enough information, or God can't use someone like me. I believe we have made it normal through the leadership of the church to not share our faith. And that simply goes against all the greatest selling book of all time, the Bible, says about us being witnesses for Christ. You know, sharing the boom with the world. So the truth bomb I want to communicate to you, Evangelism on Fire Nation, today, this is what I want to communicate to you. I hope this gets down deep in your spirit. It gets deep down into your DNA. Normal Christians are individuals that share their faith. Let me say that one more time. That normal Christians are individuals that share their faith. They share the boom. If you read the biblical record, you will see that the normal Christians were Christians who shared their faith as a lifestyle. I heard Brad say on a podcast once, I think if the Apostle Paul came to our churches today, he would be shocked that nobody was sharing their faith. He would be like, what's up with you guys? Man, I 100% agree with his statement and I believe it should set our hearts ablaze to make a change to make sharing our faith in Jesus with others actively as a lifestyle. I love the story Brad begins his blog with. Take a listen to it. Lamar Legrone was surprisingly and miraculously saved out of a lifestyle filled with the world's vices. When Lamar was saved, he immediately began to share with everyone who would listen about the difference Christ made in his life and how they could be saved. It was amazing to see and God was using him in a mighty way. The church was excited to see how God was using Lamar, but most saw this passion for sharing the gospel as something that was not normal for the regular Christian. Finally, one of the deacons went to Lamar and told him that he was excited to see him sharing the gospel so boldly, but one day he would calm down and be like the rest of us. The deacon saw himself as a normal Christian, and one day Lamar would join him after he settled down. Man, that is an amazing opening statement because I have found through my own personal experience that this is a sad reality in most churches. Somebody is on fire with their faith and people kind of look at them strange like you're sharing the gospel where you work? You're sharing the gospel at the gym you work out at? And you're sharing the gospel every place you go? Are you serious? I can't believe that you're doing that. Here are some of the reasons the church has settled into a normal mode of operating that doesn't match biblical principles. And I'm going to be real with y'all. These are not reasons. These are excuses. Come on, somebody. Can you handle the truth? Here's some of the reasons. Or I should say, here's some of the excuses. People are so busy all the time to share their faith in Jesus with others. Or... Here's the biggest reason I hear all the time, fear. And I believe 100% with the thought that Brad speaks about. He says, it's something that we just don't think about a lot. That the church at large, the body of Christ as a whole, the church, 
has given people permission not to share. We don't hold people accountable and it starts with leaders. He gives this example that I absolutely love. He says, how many times have people come up to a pastor saying, hey, we don't think you've been sharing Christ enough, right? (laughs) I mean, let's just be real. You never hear people complain about that. Listen, here comes a truth bomb. People want to argue about everything else in the church. But as far as coaching, inspiring, and holding people accountable to share their faith in Jesus, we really don't do that. You will never hear anyone arguing about that. Evangelism on Fire Nation, look, I'm a pastor and I've never seen someone come up to me and be upset saying, hey, Pastor Mark, we're just not sharing the gospel enough and I am upset about it. This has not happened, not even once in all my years of pastoring. And man, you know what? I would love for us to have arguments for sharing the boom, the gospel message more. Do you hear what I'm saying, Evangelism on Fire Nation? I would absolutely love that. So we have given permission for Christians not to share. You know, it's no big deal. Just come to church, be in a Bible study or small group. But we really don't want to hold people accountable, coach, or inspire them to share the gospel message as part of their walk as they follow Jesus. Evangelism on Fire Nation. Hey, check, check, check this out. I am sounding the alarm right here, right now. We've got to get back to sharing the gospel with people who need Christ, just as Jesus did when he walked the earth. Jesus came to seek and save the lost. You know what? Don't take my word for it. Please fact check me now by going to the Holy Scripture in Luke 19.10. Take a look at that with your own eyes. So I just want to raise Brad Marchman up for his amazing blog and acknowledging him for what he points out, the Apostle Paul points out in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 14 through 21. Man, that's so good. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Come on now. You know that I most definitely want to raise Brad Marchman up for his super amazing blog, I want to acknowledge him for what he points out, the Apostle Paul points out in 2 Corinthians 5, 14 through 21. So here's what Paul has to say in those passages of scripture. Verse 14, either way, Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we have all died to our old life. He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. Verse 16. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. Remember that right there, EOF Nation. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself 
no longer counting people's sin against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering of our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. As the Apostle Paul is writing this in 2 Corinthians 5, he is sharing his heart for sharing Christ and how he goes about it and trying to convince the Corinthian people that we all need to be doing this. And I believe that Paul really saw himself, listen to this, not as out of the ordinary, but just what a normal Christian should be all about. So here are the four things within the scriptures that Paul is pointing out for you and me to be about if you want to live a normal Christian life. For the normal Christian, first, the love of Christ should consume them. In other words, it should drive everything they do in this life so they no longer live for themselves, but they live for Jesus. Next, they see people the way Jesus does, beyond the surface to the heart. They ask the question constantly, do they know Jesus or not? They understand their calling. Christians are made new creations so they can share in the ministry of reconciliation. And they passionately share the good news. Ambassadors share the message of their king wherever they go. Evangelism on Fire Nation, the secret power sauce to sharing the boom, you know, sharing the gospel message is this. We need to see people around us as Jesus sees people. Here's what we do. We want to classify people, especially in our society today, with all the racial tensions and things we have going on around us. We tend to classify people within the first few seconds we see them. We classify them by race, social economic standing. We ask ourselves this question, are they rich? Are they poor? We think, wow, they're fat, they're skinny, they're tall or they're short, they're attractive or they're not attractive. And we immediately make a mental note of who that person is and deciding what type of person they are without saying one word to them. Do I want to be friends with this person or not? Do I want to get close to this person? And you know what? I love what Paul says. And I believe he says it best. We don't see anybody according to the flesh anymore. We've got to get this into our spirits. You know, we are spirit-filled, born-again believers. And we've got to know and love Jesus to the point where his love controls us so that we can see people and wonder if they know Christ or not wonder and worry about if they're in Christ Jesus. Do they know Jesus as their savior? And not worry about, hey, are they good looking or not? Or what type of car they're driving? How much money they make? Or what type of brand name clothes they're wearing? But wondering, again, wondering this. I want to know if that person knows Christ. This type of mindset will affect how you think about people and how you treat them and help them as we are reflections of 
Jesus. And this heavenly mindset will help us understand our calling. I believe most Christians don't understand that wherever your job is, that's where your calling is. Your calling is to the ministry of reconciliation. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5, we've been reconciled and been given the ministry of reconciliation. And most Christians don't live their life with that understanding. You know, the understanding that no matter where you're at, you could be at your job, your school, or any place your feet are, that God has literally put you in that place to be an effective witness for Christ. So if we understand our calling, it changes the way we wake up every morning and the way we live our lives. When we understand the calling and purpose God has given to us, we will live our life set ablaze, being intentional with red hot focus on sharing our faith in Jesus with others as a lifestyle. The gospel message is a message from God to mankind. Man, we should get pumped up about that. We should get super excited about that. And here's the gospel message. The gospel message is that we are guilty before a holy God. We are desperate. We are in desperate need of a savior. And God sent his son Jesus to bear the weight of wrath against sin in his own body. He was buried and resurrected. Men must repent and believe. We are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. That is the boom. That's the gospel. We've got to share that evangelism on fire nation. The gospel is the good news. And the good news is the best news on the planet. And we need to take this to as many people as we can. Evangelism on Fire Nation, today's action step is to take steps to be a biblically normal Christian beginning today. First, we need to realize that we need a radical impact to change things. I believe if you're a church leader, a lead pastor, and you're not modeling evangelism, you must realize that you have swung so far away from sharing the gospel and you need to take some drastic measure to bring it back where it needs to be and begin sharing the gospel. The people you lead in your church will not be a biblically normal Christian if you're not living a lifestyle of a biblically normal Christian. Like it or not, my fellow pastor, everything that happens at the church God has called us to lead flows from the top of leadership down. Let's make a radical change in our personal lives and share the gospel on a regular basis. And let's challenge the people in our churches to answer the calling God has given to them for their lives to be witnesses for Christ, spreading the gospel message everywhere they go. And number two, for every follower of Christ that's listening, realize Your calling is no different from your pastor or anyone in active ministry. Your purpose and calling is the same as a professional church worker. Your calling in Christ is to be ambassadors, to be witnesses, sharing the boom everywhere you go. Hey, I want to challenge you to pray for and look for at least one opportunity each week to share the gospel with someone. Man, just think about this. Think about the level of impact that we would have in our society, in our world, if we shared the gospel message with at least one person weekly. 
Listen, when I share Christ with someone, it is the most awesome feeling. You know, I feel like I've done something. I feel like I have the greatest purpose in my life because I've had the opportunity to share Christ with this person. It's an amazing feeling and I absolutely love it. Listen, here's the truth bomb. Nothing compares to it. And when someone crosses the line of faith and trusts in Christ as their forgiver and saver, because I took the opportunity and shared with them and the Lord Jesus saves them because of that, man, there is no greater feeling than that anywhere in the world. And if everyone listening could begin to get a taste of what it feels like when we share our faith and see the Lord working, you will experience a feeling you can't get enough of. You'll want more of that feeling of walking in the way God has created you to live. Man, this is living life abundantly. This is living your most exciting Christian life. This is living your life as a biblical, normal Christian. Evangelism on Fire Nation, listen, if you have never seen someone come to Christ, you're missing out on one of the greatest feelings you will ever experience. And I love you far too much to not encourage you to experience this feeling. That's the reason I give you weekly encouragement and inspiration with sharing your faith in Jesus. Now, go out and share the boom with someone today. Join me for next week's episode, episode 120, and have the best week of your life. Thanks so much for your time with me today. It's been an amazing time, and thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and it inspired you on your journey of sharing your faith in Jesus with others. Make sure to check out the show notes for a description of today's show along with other details. And also make sure to share this with a friend and subscribe over on Apple Podcast as well. I really appreciate feedback, Evangelism on Fire Nation, so share a review on Apple and let me know what part of this episode resonated with you the most. And if no one has told you lately, God loves you, I love you, you matter, and you have divine purpose. Now, it's time to go out there and share the boom, the gospel message with others. Make sure to join me for our next episode.